Welcome to Make Up Your Life with me, Devon Testagrosa, and today we have another amazing guest, Emily Gray. Welcome, Emily. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so this is kind of neat because you're a local. So, you know, our flagship school is based in Michigan, and it looks like uh, by your phone number, that must be where you originated, yes? That is true. I am from the great state of Michigan. Yeah, yeah. So that's really cool. So you currently, though, reside in Nashville, but you go back, back and forth to Detroit and L.A. Yeah, that is correct. Um, and so I know you sell, you, you specialize in event celebrity, uh, grooming and commercial makeup, which we'll talk about just in just a little bit. I love that. I saw you were studying law and then decided <laughs> that you had this, you know, crazy passion for makeup and skipped out on law school to <laughs> start pursuing your dream. But we'll talk yeah. about that as well. Um, And I know that there was a struggle maybe with acne and your own um, issues that you really wanted to achieve. Mm -hmm. So really, really cool just to read some of your background. And I think you studied classic art, correct? Yes. You you know me very well. (laughs) Well, we try to do our homework before we get on. um, But I have followed your Instagram, which is amazing. I recommend anyone who's looking to feel inspired to jump on Emily's uh, handle, which is M gray and gray is G R a Y makeup. And you can find her on Instagram. And then of course her website, uh, Emily gray makeup.com. And again, gray is G R a Y. So I would highly recommend uh, anyone listening to follow your Instagram, check out your website. Your work is truly amazing. And um I love it. I mean, this is totally my my style of artist. So anyway, um, let's get started with tell us how you skipped out on law school to <laughs> start pursuing makeup. I, I think that's a burning question for me. Oh, absolutely. So I went to the University of Michigan, another yay, go blue. Yeah, uh, U of M. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I lived in Ann Arbor for like six years. Um, I was about to go to law school. I had taken the LSAT twice and I had actually done very poorly. (laughs) And I was like, I had thought my entire life I was going to go to law school because um, I had always done really well in um, high school and college. And my parents kind of expected me to do something smart, I guess you would say. And I always thought that was my path. And then I kind of had, I I call it a lucky mental breakdown because I was like, wait, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Like, this is not aligning to what I want to do. This is not fun. I am stressing myself out. I'm not sleeping. Um, And so I started to, decided to take like a day, um, a, a year off rather. And I started working at Sephora instead of going to law school. And then I realized that makeup artistry was actually a path I could take, a job I could have and be successful and make a good living out of it. And I had no idea previous to that. So here we are. <laughs> yeah. So so tell me how your parents took it. Um, my dad is very supportive. He's an entrepreneur. So he kind of, I, I mean, to be a makeup artist, you have to be a good business person too. And he understands that side of it. My mom does not understand. She doesn't understand how I don't have a nine to five and I don't have health insurance. And I try to explain like day rates and to her and she does not understand that. 
<laughs> I I hear you. I've got a couple of those in my family. Those are the non non supporters, the supported supporters, but not the supporters I go to. Right. If I'm making any major decisions, <laughs> so um, I, I get it. So tell me, how did you end up in Nashville? So my dad actually moved down here about ten years ago, and he's been trying to get me to move down here ever since. And ever since I started doing makeup artistry, he's like, you would do so well down here with your career. And I was like, Dad, I'm going to L.A. I'm going to New York. What does Nashville have to offer me? I just thought it was just just country music down here. And I really had no idea what kind of jobs I would get. Um, But by the time I wanted to move out of Michigan and do more like editorial and commercial and celebrity work, I couldn't afford to live in LA and I couldn't afford to live in New York. So I decided to, to move to Nashville and it's, uh, it's been great. <laughs> and during the pandemic, uh, it was great too. So <laughs> surprise. Yeah. Well, that's great news. Cause every, you know, definitely on, uh, the West coast people were struggling. Right. Yes, so, definitely. Um, and on the East coast, I mean, really every coast, uh, let's be honest. So that's wonderful that, uh, you were, less affected yes it was interesting because because new york and la were shut down a lot of those gigs were flying into nashville oh because we had less um like rules (laughs) yeah restrictions yes yeah well that worked out huh little boost to your career (laughs) yes I uh, I ended up working for Maybelline in 2020 because of it. So I had I have that. So that was cool. <laughs> That's very cool. That's a big name. I know. I never would have thought in Nashville I'd be working for Maybelline, but I ended up doing it. Very cool. Thanks. Yeah. So, so tell me. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, Nashville has a lot of commercial work outside of country music, because honestly, I that's kind of what I thought was not right. just country music, but music in general. I know they have a lot of producers that way. So. Um, is it a lot of commercial makeup? Is there a lot left? Yeah, I, you know what? I do, I did more so of it last, last year. Now I've gotten a lot of big clients this year in a, the musician realm. So that's been taking up most of my time, but there's a lot of like, for example, there's uh dockers and journeys and a lot of male grooming here because of the, um, Genesco is a big company down here. So we do a lot of shoe stuff. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, something I learned. Yeah. So <laughs> w- did you learn at a school? Did you, were you self-taught? I am self-taught. Um, I definitely learned a lot by working at Sephora and working on like a floor and um, they have a strong, edu- well, they did have a strong education program. I don't, I don't know how it is right now at Sephora. Um uh, but really, it was trial and error and working with clientele coming into the Ann Arbor Sephora. Um, also, my friends who sacrificed their faces to me. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm self-taught for sure. I did not go to school. I, I, I considered doing it, but it was too late in the game. And I had already been like doing a bunch of work. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> Yeah, I I was well. There wasn't any school really when I started, not in the Midwest anyway. So I went to aesthetic school, which was 
I really ended up take, teaching the makeup classes, so that was not helpful. But I did tool around the country, taking as many classes as I could. So airbrushed was a big thing yep. uh, in the bridal circuit anyways when I was doing makeup. And so I would try and take as many airbrush classes as I could. And uh, I, I feel like it really took me so much longer. We even tell students this. It took me so much longer to get started because I didn't have that base. It was yeah. like figuring it out. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, which I, I, I loved, but I would have opted for a school had I had the opportunity. So anyway, um, but we always say there's, you know, absolutely there are many, many talented artists that are just self-taught and have an innate ability for details. Um, so uh, I, we always like to hear, you know, where where your education or where your learning came from. Did you have any mentors or anyone you worked under? You, um, really, my mentors were actually photographers local to Michigan because I, I would ask them, how do you get your clientele? And I mean, photography and makeup artistry are different, but they are freelance gigs in the same kind of world. So I would compare notes all the time. And honestly, it was trial and error, like like I wish kind of like what you just said, how like I did not have a base of knowledge about how to do the things that I do now. So it really was like me looking things up, emailing people, asking my friends in the industry. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I bet you have a few stories about set etiquette because I know I knew nothing about set etiquette or anything about sets. And I did one commercial gig and I was mortified and realized <laughs> I didn't know what in the heck I was doing. Um, and so we really try to teach students, uh, etiquette as well, but I'm sure That's you right. have, do you have a story that stands out? <laughs> uh, let me think. Um, I mean, honestly, like I've always like faked it till I made it. Like, I remember like, cause no one really tells you necessarily what to do on set. So I would just kind of follow the camera. And then, I mean, there's been times where I've been in the shot and I'm like, yelled at and I'm like okay I'm sorry I don't know where to go <laughs> yeah 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 um, and I suppose every producer is different every yes commercial is different but yes. um yeah I, I remember having no blood in my kit because I was strictly a beauty artist right, right? And right. so uh, this was my first commercial gig and they wanted like, it was for a hospital. So it was no big deal. It was just, you know, clean makeup Yeah. until they wanted blood dripping down this guy's finger. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what? So I used red lip gloss. I mean, I improvised, but there, um, yeah. in, this, in the same with, there, they wanted the, the pregnant woman who was giving birth for this shot to to be sweating. And I, oh, no. I was like, oh, oh, does somebody have like a spray bottle of water? I mean, I was not prepared at all. So I wondered if you had, Oh my gosh. That, uh, that's any... a... I'm sure there's been instances where they're like, do you have this? And it's like a, such a specific item in the kit. And you're like, what? No. Do you have dirt? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, you should have told me to bring it. I'm sorry. I don't just like have everything in here. <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a yeah. good answer. Well, I'm glad that it worked out for you for sure, because I remember being mortified thinking, okay, why didn't, I, I don't know any of this. Like, how do I learn about this? So definitely, that's great. I mean, on your feet at no better time than the present on your feet, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Th getting thrown to the wolves, you know? Yes. <laughs> that's yes. <what> <laughs> so 
So any, uh, well, who are your, the local photographers? I'm curious if I know. Um, so Laura Nash is a really good friend of mine. Um, yeah. She does a lot of beauty photography. And I would literally, like, ask her stuff all the time. And also Dan Lippitt is also a really good friend of mine. He's a commercial mm-hmm. photographer. But he doesn't live there anymore. But those were my two people that had been working in this industry for a long time. And I had no idea what I, I was doing. So I was just kind of, like, asking them how do I do this? How do I do that? Um, how do you get clients? And they told me about making my website and building my portfolio. They really helped me build my portfolio um, to create like a good base. And that's how I started with my Instagram too. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. You have a lot of followers on Instagram. That's Thank awesome. you. That's yeah. awesome. It's hard work. <laughs> it is hard work. Social no rest, no rest for the weary. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> no days off. <laughs> no days off. So, any uh, mentors, like makeup artist mentors, that you that you aspired to to be, or at least aspired to their work um, during your career? Definitely. Um, I have I have a top five, of course. <laughs> um, of course, I look up to a lot of celebrity makeup artists, and that's kind of what I do right now. So I love Mario, um, Kim Kardashian's makeup artist. Yeah. There's also, uh, she goes by the tag Nikki Makeup um, on Instagram. She's a UK artist. She's also one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, let's see. Huang Bongo, um, he's amazing. Patrick Ta. Um, let's see. And Charlotte Tilbury, of course. Um, those are probably my top five, though. Um, and I, I compare myself again with the feed and stuff. I will look at their Instagram. I will look at how they do things. If they're signed with an agency. Um, I also get a lot of inspiration for makeup from them. So, yeah. Yeah. That's great. We all, we all draw inspiration from somewhere, right? Right. Absolutely. um, You mentioned an agency and that's what I was going to ask you too, especially Mm -hmm. for our listeners, because they aren't always aware of agency. So I'm going to guess you get a lot of that commercial work from your agency. Correct. Yes. Yeah, that's great. And that's not union or is it union? No, I'm not union. Um, Yeah. I think that's more in California. You know, I, because I worked with a couple of California companies and they were talking about unions. I'm not completely sure. There is not a union here in Nashville though. Yeah. That's great, though. Good for good for students. How did you go about picking what um, what uh, company you would work for? Or do you work for a few or is there just agency? one agency. agency? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's a couple of local agencies down here in Nashville that represent artists. Um, and I really kind of looked at the page, their website page, and I kind of studied all the artists that they had and what they were doing. Um, and they were doing a lot of things that I wanted to. So when I first moved down to Nashville, I sent them out an email and they met with me and they didn't take me right away. (laughs) I was like, shoot. Um, but then I started to do like celebrity work on by myself and they noticed it. So they called me back in, signed me that way. And at first I had never been signed with an agency, so I didn't really know what it entailed, um, if I should do it. Um, if I was going to make more money, if I was going to get more jobs, because nothing's a guarantee. Yeah. And you're going to give them a portion of your money on every single job. So hopefully it's worth it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it ended up being great for me. I love having an agency. Um, really one of the best decisions in my career, honestly. Yeah. And is that because of the caliber of jobs or? So I would say 
I actually get a lot of my um, like musician work for my social media, but I'm not good at like rates and scheduling and almost like I need like someone to vouch for me. Yeah. Um, and that's where I love having an agent and to email and phone call. I just want to show up on set like with my kid. Like that is my goal every time. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, for um, sure. I, this is the struggle with anyone that that is creative and is trying to sell their services or their product. Yep. They're emotionally connected yep. and sometimes have a hard time requesting what they deserve. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, now I make so much more money that I have somebody like fighting for my rates. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> I love that. So when you were trying to gain that clientele on your own, did you just do it through Instagram? You know what? Uh, when I first moved here, I reached out to a ton of people, like influencers, photographers, models. Basically, I wanted to start doing a test with people. And that's really how I got referrals to my bigger clients. It trickled down and that's where I am now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's great. And I, I love that the agency decided to call you back because yes. <laughs> they recognized that you were a force to be reckoned with. I love that. Right. Uh, and I think it's just a telltale for our listeners that you just can't give up. I mean, you could have been super discouraged yep. after the agency was like, yeah, no, we're, we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, that could have been very discouraging. But I love that you, you showed that persistence um, and drive because... That is the key here, right? We know it, with it artistry, sure it yep. is a struggle if you're not going to fight for the career you really want. So absolutely, it's easy to throw in the towel, no doubt. Oh, for so sure. any serious challenge? I mean, you just shared a challenge, right? But mm-hmm. any serious challenges while trying to develop your career? Uh, definitely. It kind of goes back to not having a base. I really did not know what I was doing for a long time. And I would look up things on YouTube and the internet. And there's really no like, how to be a celebrity makeup artist book. Like, I had to do a lot of trial and error. I'm sure I did a lot of free makeup that I shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then it's also, I probably another struggle is I got like I almost get like typecast sometimes or at least I used to be like in Michigan um I used to do a lot of bridal makeup in Michigan and I people started to think of me as a bridal makeup artist and sometimes it's hard to break that mold once that's been cast on you and I'm like I'm not trying to do that for the rest of my life (laughs) I want to do like all these other things and that's all people saw um so moving to Nashville and kind of recreating myself helped with that but definitely that was a struggle. I mean, and of course, you know, the pandemic, not working for three months when I had just moved here was pretty hard. But like I had mentioned earlier, once it reopened, everything was fine. But I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, no, I don't have any money. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in L.A. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Well, at least your dad was nearby, right? Exactly. Uh, yes. Because, 100%. Yeah. That was could be a lifeline if, if something was to go awry like it did with the the pandemic, but I have definitely heard a few people say um, that the pandemic actually fast forwarded their career. I know in in Washington, we had a few um, artists I was interviewing and there was so much, so much politics going on and so many um, political government things that she did a lot of, um, she did a lot of makeup more than she had done 
right in a long time which was interesting when they were shutting the rest of the world down yes. and everybody was still getting their makeup done on tv <laughs> no um, that, that that's my joke too like i feel like we're like the least essential like workers like makeup artists but not according to the rest of the world yeah <laughs> once it opened like, same thing i was definitely booked all the time <laughs> And people were doing just recordings of everything since they couldn't do like live appearances. So it was a lot of that. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was. We actually got very lucky with scoring a couple really great, busy, busy artists because um, they weren't as busy. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, so it worked for our podcast as well. So I'm gathering that it was really this last year that has, has been your strongest uh, and most successful year in your career would that be true definitely yes and so how many years were you at this um I've been doing it professionally for five years but I I don't count like my Sephora years so add a couple years on to that right yes yeah Uh, I think it's good for listeners to hear it's not going to happen in a year if it it, it does (laughs) god bless you and you got lucky but you know it takes some time I mean, I still feel lucky five years in and booking celebrity clients. Like, some, absolutely. Sometimes it takes way longer than that. So, um, I think that's pretty good. <laughs> I think it depends on how determined you are, you know. 100%. And and you know, ironically, this career change to Nashville was just what you needed. So yep. everybody's everybody's journey and story is different. Absolutely, absolutely. So tell me, who is your biggest supporter when it comes to, I don't know if it's family, if it's, you know, a friend, if it's, mm-hmm. I saw that you're recently engaged. Is yes. that right? Yes. That Congratulations. Is, I, thank you so much. I so appreciate that. I actually would say my, definitely my fiance is my greatest supporter. I've never, um, every single post that I have ever done, he comments like first. Um, when, I, when I do makeup at my, at our house, he always comes down and he, he knows all the verbiage for, for makeup. He'll be like, I like the contour. Maybe a little bit more blending on this side, though, babe. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so funny. Did <laughs> but, you meet him uh, in Nashville? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So many great things coming out of Nashville for you. Well, we actually met in Ann Arbor, um, but we moved down here. So I'm sorry if I misspoke. <laughs> oh, he was. Okay. He's from Michigan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Still, you got engaged in Nashville, right? Yeah. Well, we were actually on vacation. Um, I was able to uh, take us on vacation with uh, my riches. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. Yes. So if you had um, one piece of advice, I know there's so much advice we can give newer artists and and struggling artists or inspired, you know, Mm -hmm. enthusiasts, if you will. What is a piece of advice you would share with them? Um, I would say practice as much as you can on multiple skin tones, skin types, and like different ages of people. I think you get the most knowledge working with people. I mean, that's why I really recommend like working at Sephora, working at Ulta, working at a counter where you encounter so many different people and so many different skin concerns because you're going to run across this in your career all the time. Like, if I didn't know about dry skin and how it pills, like I, I'm sure I would have ruined a lot of good faces. <laughs> um, it's experience in working um, with people face to face. I invited my friends over, gosh, every weekend I had a day off and practiced on them. 
And that's how, and I still do that. I still do that for content. It's good for content. It's good for practicing. Um, and that's really how I got my skills. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great piece of advice. And God knows we have told the students at the school over and over and we've had to make it mandatory sometimes, like how much you have to practice because yep. it is key. So I love that you shared that. I, um, I'm i going to add this too, because I, I get this a lot. I get a lot of darker skin clients in Nashville because there's not a lot of people that can match them correctly. So if you know how to color match really well, you're going to open doors to a huge amount of clientele. Oh, I saw how diverse your portfolio is. And I thought that darker skin clients is your best work. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I that love it all. But I think that as far as darker skinned clients, bringing that warmth and just perfectly contouring, I, I think you do an amazing job. So I could see why, um, why you're picked up for a lot of those jobs. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's something I'm very proud of. I definitely was conscious in the beginning of my career. Like I didn't want to just be that white artist that could only do white skin. So made sure. Yes. Well, at the school, it's funny because we force students to work on each other and different skin tones. Mm -hmm. And if I had a secret camera for their faces, when they work on somebody of a different skin tone outside of what their family is or their mm -hmm. friends are, um, it is hilarious because they're, they're in sheer panic. Right. Oh, um, right. Yeah. But I like, always think, oh, you'll thank us later. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's that's great advice as well. We always say that um, it's important. All textures, all colors, yep. all ages. Yep. So, so important. You need to be diverse. And that's just like the, the first step in being diverse. Right. So. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love that. Well, Emily, thank you so much for your time. It has been a pleasure talking with you. I appreciate your journey, sharing your journey. It's so important for listeners to uh, feel re-inspired or, you know, have a new mentor um, or just, you know, get, get, have a good takeaway to help yes. them uh, propel their career forward. So I feel like you've given more than that today. Oh, good. Yay. And Thank I you. appreciate that. And so hopefully if you're ever back in um, in Michigan, we'd love to have you as a, a guest uh, artist. So of we'll course. have to stay in touch. Definitely. I come back for the holidays. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll have to, we'll have to arrange something because I think it would be amazing for uh, students to get to meet you in person and, and maybe we can get you to do a little something for sure I would love that okay well thank you so much Emily have thank a wonderful you. day and you we'll too. be in touch sounds great thank you thank you bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.